It is the most important day of the year. It's the most important day in 40 years, for one, because it's it's the birth of Hulkamania, 40 years of, of the greatest thing. The reason why we're all here, whether you want to believe it or not, okay? Regardless of that, the Royal Rumble is this Saturday. And they're not paying me to say this. The Royal Rumble is on Saturday. And I couldn't be more pumped to see what goes down. I, I am pumped to the umpteenth degree. I don't think there's anything that is going to get me to this level this year, wrestling-wise, again. Maybe, maybe when Cody Rhodes wins the WWE title at WrestleMania 40. Maybe. But I don't know. Mr. Bello. The Andrew Bello, the God of Thunder. Transgender Mahal. I think that's what you said. What was it? Transgender. Yeah, we'll go with, it. We'll go with transgender Mahal. I'll take it. It's all good. You know what I mean? He has a PhD in NXT. Still, he still knows more than all of you. And he doesn't even watch the product. It's true. Tell them what's up, Bells. I heard <laughs> there are some hoes in this house. What's going there, on? There are, in fact, some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in the chat. Shouts to our hoes in the chat, especially my favorite one. Hi, Colin. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, uh, good, good to be back as always, dude. We've we've just got so much shit to talk about. Like, I don't even want to ramble. I'm gonna get right into Striz. Like, let's let's fucking do it, right? Like, uh, I want to hear everybody's prediction for the Royal Rumble. I think I'm gonna go ahead and drop a link to the show at some point, and whomever wants to come in and give us their prediction, please do so. So stay tuned for that. If you're in the chat, let's give it to them. Give them the Striz. What's up? I see, a, I see a winky face from Colin in the chat. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> he is our main event of the evening. And he comes to us from the island of Rhode by way of the land of the Sun Devil, but ultimately the Denver airport. He stands at six feet, 6.6 inches tall, weighing in at an unbelievably svelte 666 pounds. All biceps you can see him even through the flannel god god i'm having seizures over here he is (laughs) the master of the massive memories the connoisseur of the colossal kajungas and the hunker of (sighs) you we he's sexy He's stranglery, strangler, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Oh, Boom. 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 Bo
What a surprise this week, everybody. Uh, Donald Trump won New Hampshire in the primaries. Wow. Right. It's a, <clears throat> what a day. Wonderful day. We all saw it coming. Many people saw this coming. Many people. Good people have been talking. What a wonderful win. Big win. The biggest mm-hmm. win they've ever seen. <laughs> On to South Carolina, where we will destroy Nikki Haley and put her head on a pike. And please note, please note, I was t- I was telling my wife before we came on air today because Trump was giving his speech and he was talking, and I'm I'm gonna use this speech the day after election day on November in November when Trump loses. I'm going to use this speech when he's saying, "I was robbed." It was the system was rigged against me because today the system is the best that it can be, according to Donald Trump. How do people talk about the system? Gotta say, no problem. (laughs) So, we're gonna take that footage and we're gonna use it. But anyway, Striz, tell them what's up, sir. Hey, not not a lot. It's a chilly, rainy day in the desert. And I have to say, I was really jealous when Bells was telling us he was having ramen. For dinner, well, he's getting like that little one-man show, the guitarist playing at the mall, right. whatever. Nope. I only dine at I the could... finest establishments that That's come with right. musical entertainment and garlic right. yeah. ramen. <laughs> Sounded great, though. I, I, I miss. We had a great ramen place in Boston called Wagamama. It's in um, uh, Faneuil Hall, and man, some of the greatest ramen. Super spicy, just wonderful. Ooh. And uh, just when Bella was saying he was having ramen, and maybe bring it back to that. I haven't had it in years, but maybe when I get back this summer, I'll have to hop over there and grab me a bowl. Not a lot happening though this week. Uh, kind of a light week at work, and uh, kind of just so not a lot personally, but then wrestling wise, it was like the freaking. That's what I was about off. to say. Like, not a lot I mean, happening this week. <laughs> I mean, like, like we're going to talk about the the 40th anniversary of Hulkamania. I mean. It's crazy. There's only one person who I know is a bigger Hulkamaniac than BRV, and that's my wife, (laughs) Teresa. And, uh, you know, I think she owns like over 20 something Hulkamania shirts. So, (laughs) and she still has every single one of them to prove it. So, uh, fantastic. You know, it's it's really cool. We were talking before we went on air, Billy Raybo, how I'd love to get back down to Hogan's Beach Shop, the one in Orlando, not the one in Clearwater, because we love that one better. And uh, I've just been trying to figure out a way to get down there. You know, I got to see like, when she has like a Monday off so we can make like a little three-day weekend to get down there. But uh, if I could get one thing out of the shop, it would be like that. That You remember the silver belt that Hulk Hogan had? Hell yeah, they have it's it. Called, like, the, the Hogan 85 is what right. it's known as. It's and it's autographed. Paint on it. I want to get one of those with his autograph on it. That'd be great for my belt collection. But Dude, if, let me tell you, bro. When, yeah. when, when I go down to Florida again, man, I think I'm going to cop one of those things, man. Yeah, yeah. Cool. How can you say one. no? You know what I mean? It's, like, it's such a cool piece to have, you know? Right, great, right, right, great right, right. And, and, But if you were to get one thing from the shop or right now, I know you mentioned something from, I think it was WWE shop. What was it you said you wanted to get? Wow. Yeah, it's a nice belt. The 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 one that I want, what I want to get from WWE shop right now is the, the Hulk Hogan, the um Hulk A-Mania shirts, like the old school, like red ones. They, they just released them. Mm-hmm. I, I want to pick some of those up. All right, listen, we got a couple of things going on today. The Rock, we're going to talk about The Rock sitting on the board of directors, and now he actually owns the name The Rock. WWE Raw will no longer be on USA Network after 31 years, starting in 2025. They're going over to Netflix. We're going to talk about uh, the implications of that. Cody Rhodes and CM Punk on Monday Night Raw. 
I thought it was a great promo. We're going to talk about it. And we're going to talk about how that will affect the Royal Rumble. Of course, we're going to give our predictions for the biggest show of the year. And Okada, ladies and gentlemen, listen, the only thing I will take, and I still won't be happy, but I'll be less pissed off if Okada debuts and wins the Royal Rumble. If that happens, I might be okay with it. But he has left New Japan Professional Wrestling. And I don't think, listen, I could be very wrong because some of his friends are already over at AEW. But uh, I, I, I really don't see how this is a competition. At this point, he said he was 35 and it's time to move on. I mean, he, he says this is his last chance. You go to the big time, man. You go to the big show. If it's your last chance and you're at your prime, you go to the big show. Take your ass to the WWE. Stop fucking around, bro. All right. Let's relive this moment. Look at the goat. That's right. I'm sure somebody made it Michaels earlier that day. Look at the charisma on this man. Unmatched. Oh my God. That's it. And, and and that was it for me. That's why I'm here right now. It's because of that moment. That's my first memory of anything professional wrestling. I didn't even get to watch the match. I saw the highlights and I was freaking hooked. It's like, what is that? Who is that? I love that guy. I want him to beat everyone. And I want to say my prayers and, and my vitamins and the whole deal. I want to do everything. Uh, that, that's why we are here. Hulk Hogan, the greatest of all time. Listen. There's only two other people that can be in the conversation, and it's not Ric Flair. It's not The Rock, okay? It's Bruno San Martino or mm -hmm. Old Cold Steve Austin. That is all. Those are the only names that I am willing to hear. Otherwise, it is Hulk Hogan. He is the reason that professional wrestling is where it is right now, and he is the reason that all of us are here in WLR at the moment, whether you know it or not. All right, Striz. Thoughts on 40, and then we're going to go to the rock. Somebody, go ahead, tell me what's yeah, up. Yeah, it's great. You know, it, a part of me is like amazing um, that Hulk's even still alive after the life he's lived, being, you know, running fast for so many years. And, right. you know, obviously, you know, you don't get the 24 inch pythons without a little help, brother, in that Florida water. But, uh, you know, just the, the abuse he's given to his body for 40 years. And plus, he wrestled for like probably close to 10 years before that, that happened. So, you know, he was you know, around for a while. And, uh, you know, it's great that he's still around. Like I said, I still watch Hulk Hogan step on uh, Peacock whenever we get a chance. We'll watch that whole uh, Madison Square Garden house show. That wasn't even the uh, main event of the show, believe it or not. That was the main event of that show was like a six-man tag, like Andre and like Snuka and somebody else wow. versus the Wild Samoans. Wow. Something like that. It was like in the middle of the card. So it was crazy. But, um, you know, who would have thought that, like, 40 years ago when you were watching that, you as an adult still think about that kind of stuff today and how you compare everything you see in wrestling today to how things were being over back then was so much different than what being over today is. And you said it was your first memory of wrestling. Yeah. It's because when he won the belt in January of 84, they continued to play that clip and highlights throughout his whole run, pretty yeah. much his, the first, first run as champion to like 88, 89. Uh, when he dropped the belt to the Warrior, was at 89.90. So, like, you, you see um, those clips of the Iron Sheik taking the, the big leg drop from Hulk and Hulk cradling 
cheek for the pin and you know, it's just like kind of like burnt into your your memory forever whereas today like everything is based around 30 second videos and the next one you scroll up you scroll up and you forget what you saw three <laughs> videos ago but back then like it just was ingrained and in, like almost into your dna right. that like this was right. such a pivotal moment which it was and like you said Without that moment happening, we probably wouldn't be here talking about wrestling on a podcast somewhere, right. you know. And who the hell would want to listen to it? But he brought wrestling, Hulk Hogan did, to the mainstream. Of course, with, through the vehicle of Vince McMahon and the WWF, right? You know, um, to people, you know, always want to have that conversation of, you know, who is the greater entity in that uh, partnership? Was it Vince that, you know, was the promotional mastermind, or was it? the lightning in a bottle known as Hulk Hogan. But uh, if people want to go back just a little further before that win in Madison Square Garden in 84 to the AWA when Hulk Hogan was there, right. they were still, they, they were calling it Hulkamania in AWA. They that were. Was, that was not a coined phrase in WWF. Right. When he got over there, Gorilla Monsoon started saying it because he knew it was getting over in Minnesota where AWA was based out of. And the reason Hulk Hogan left uh, Vern Gagne's AWA is because they were having a dispute over merchandise where Vern Gagne was selling t-shirts with Hulk Hogan's picture on it and not giving Hulk a cut of it. And Hulk said, but it's my face. And he's like, yeah, but it's my fucking company. And if you don't like it, you know, pretty much, you know, eat a dick. And he said, well, you know what? <laughs> uh, I'm out of here. You know, figuring there were so many other places you could work at the time. Anyway, even if he didn't go to New York, he could have gone to Japan, which he did do on several occasions, wrestled in Japan and wrestled, uh, you know, um, all over the world. So, you know, it wasn't like he had to go to New York, but that's where you made your big money was in the New York territory. And uh, Vince knew what he had. He knew he had lightning in a bottle and knew how to market him properly. Right, and right, right. Made him happy with a merchandise deal that he could live with. And, you know, the, Vince took advantage of that and had the young enough mind, the mindset of a young promoter of knowing how to take advantage of like what was happening with cable television and like the upstart of MTV at the time and how to integrate the two and like make it seem like something incredibly special bringing in Mr. T who is so over from the Rocky movies as was Hulk when you know Hulk had originally left the WWF because Vince Sr. didn't want him in a movie he's like we don't employ movie stars we employ wrestlers and he's like well I want to do the movie which is why he left WWF to begin with he comes back Vince Jr. knew he, he had a make the best out of the situation and said, you're going to be my top guy. And, you know, the rest is history, as they say. Okay. You know? Fantastic breakdown, Striz. I didn't even know half of that, man. That's fa I, I, like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge Hulkamaniac, but I wasn't even alive. I mean, I was, but I didn't have my, you know, I was two or three. I had no idea what the hell was going on before that moment. Um, regardless, uh, uh, Bells, I, I do want your thoughts. I do want your thoughts, but I have to build the bridge here from the real American to the American nightmare, ladies and gents. And he got the yeah. stamp of approval from the dude last night from a Hulk Hogan, the goat, just saying. <laughs> What's Oh, and Hooper, absolutely I had the freaking workout set. I thought I was going to get all buff and pumped up. And all you did was put a little bit of water in it and boom, you started, you know, and I never actually got buff. You know, it was what it was. I, you know, I had a little something going on at one point, but regardless, yeah, but I absolutely got that. I had everything Hulk Hogan related that I could get my hands on. Like I, he was the 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 bee's knees for me. All right. What's up, buddy? I don't know. I'm following this chat talk right now. Colin and Track are going back and forth about Hogan. It's hilarious. Uh, I did oh, want to uh, point out something that Colin set up uh, a ways before all this got these shenanigans got started. Those, and, and put Flair in that conversation as well as far as one of the goats. 
Um, I not, mean, not, and, not as far as oh, finish your thought. Finish. Well, it. yeah. I mean, really, mostly because of what Colin said, but I'll even elaborate on it a little bit. I mean, like mm-hmm. Colin was saying, like that he carried the territories, like those particularly, like that southern territory for God knows how long. Like WCW right. doesn't exist without Ric Flair's popularity in the South, like building up the way that it did. Ultimately, like it was just. Uh, it, it, he he absolutely deserves to be in the conversation for just his importance and at such a critical time like as the territories were dying and it was becoming more about like these mega promotions wwe in particular obviously um and wcw making its rise like it was he he was he was very instrumental to the point to where i i, I couldn't make the a very good case for him to be above hogan or above bruno or maybe even austin but he's should be like that fourth guy i'll take that there you okay. go I'll I'll take that. Only only reason I say it, and I, I love Rick. I love Rick Flair. You know, and I mean, it, he did it all mostly as a heel, which there's something to be said about that. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's undeniable, right? But but he, if if there was no Hulk Hogan, and there was a Rick Flair, we probably wouldn't be here right now. Oh yeah, right. Uh, um, he didn't mainstream it. I mean, yeah, like I mean, he, he was uh, selling out that what what is it that that stadium that Colin is talking about in freaking. North Korea or some shit like <laughs> that everybody was forced to go right or something right. I don't know but um but but uh it, it it wouldn't have mainstreamed it there there are three people responsible for that and it's Bruno it's Hogan and then it was Stone Cold for sure. that's just that's just it that's the, just the bottom line of it and 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 uh Hulk Hogan I mean Ric Flair coming over to the WWE was a big deal because everybody wanted to see Hogan versus Flair everybody but it happened two years Flair. too late three years yeah. too late yeah it yeah. did it did, um, and and they screwed it up. It should have main evented WrestleMania, and and we'll we'll talk about that um, because there's another screw up that happened as a, as a result of all of this. But regardless of that, all right, well, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Let me get on Hogan here before we we jump yeah. off this topic. So yeah, I mean, like you guys love Hogan. I I'm, I was kind of like my favorite Hogan days were like Hollywood Hogan, basically. Like I mean, I kind of caught. I never really saw the rise. I kind of caught the tail end. I was always more of like a warrior guy. By the time we got to like like hbk and bret hart that was like when i was like really like not only like a big fan but i was like able to kind of really understand kind of what i was seeing as opposed to just seeing you know big dudes in fucking bright colors and being like oh that guy's huge like you know that's fucking crazy um you know so that that was kind of like my evolution into it so i just kind of like missed hulkamania in that way like i i saw it i i was young i remember some of it but uh just wasn't you know one of my did you like his heel run in the nwo yeah oh yeah love that stuff like that's what i'm saying like my favorite my favorite hogan days like when i i didn't i I wasn't even like a wcw guy i don't even think i really knew it was a thing i think i was just like watching raw and then eventually i heard something about like hey did you hear hulk hogan's a bad guy and i was like hulk hogan's still wrestling like i was like what the fuck is going on like (laughs) he's a bad guy now like you know so i kind of you know started paying attention to that whole thing and then that's that's how i got caught up in you know the monday night wars you know information wasn't as readily available back then not only that i'm like i'm 12 i'm probably still half in the work like at this point in my life you know like so it's uh it's kind of an interesting dynamic to have gone through all of that um basically really thinking stone cold was out there on national television drinking beers and beating up his boss every week yeah. I'm sorry. I wanted to ask you a, certain, a question because you being such a huge Hulkamaniac, and I have an answer to this too. But when, how did you feel when Hulk decided, okay, this is it, and he turned heel and did the NWO thing? Were you heartbroken about it, or did Dude, you? Dude, I was. Did it I, to you? 
I was heartbroken when he left the WWF. That was that, that he was already heel heel for me going over to WCW. Yeah. And 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 it it killed it for me to be honest with you. It was the perfect package in WWE even though it was getting stale. It was getting stale. You know, um yeah. and, and I get that, but when he went over to WCW and that uh American Made song, man, I was like I I can't. I I, yeah. I uh, I play it as a rib sometimes when we're in car rides, like long-distance car rides. <laughs> I used to play it as as Ray's theme song whenever he used to come in uh, onto the PW <laughs> Hustle, like because I hated that song so much. It's, <laughs> I used to play that. Um, no, but but um, but I was heartbroken then. So when yeah. he turned heel, you know, I, I was a real I I was a WWE mark, right? So mm-hmm. when 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 Nash and Hall went down there, I was already like. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I kept watching WWE, even though it was awful, yeah. just, just out of loyalty, yeah. you know, and I, and I wouldn't watch WCW. But but um, I was happy to see that Hogan got the NWA, t- I mean, the WCW strap, because I was like, oh, that was a big deal back then to have both belts right from the two major, major promotions. You know, there weren't two. I think it was I don't remember if he was the second guy or. Yeah, like the, the, there wasn't too many people, th- third guy or something at the time. Yeah, you know, um, um, and um, I was like, oh, Hogan got it. He should have gotten it, but I wasn't happy about it by any stretch. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I was already in the business at the time, and mm-hmm. it was like I'm not sure what the year, but I mean, I was I was disappointed that he did it, but I got why, and I understood yeah. like he needed definitely needed the shot in the arm because he, you know, people had seen the Hulkamania thing for so many years, right, right, right. and that old saying that we always say is, "How do we miss you if you don't go away?" And this is a way from the not be away, but do something completely different right. that we had. He had been a heel on TV in the 70s, but we as young Hulkamaniacs never got to really see that get played out. So seeing him do it, like I I got why, but I was like, man, he's really disappointing a lot of little kids. Is this better than like, you know, that, you know, crushing all these little kids who really still believe in something like this to let them down like that just for a rating or just for, you know, just to see what would happen if, you know, so I I was a little bit let down by that. But the night that he did do it, when they had, you know, the outsiders are in the ring and sit there beating down Savage and Hulk Hogan comes to make the save. Bobby Heenan ruined the whole thing for me because he's like, here comes Hulk Hogan, here comes Hulk Hogan. And then Bobby Heenan goes, yeah, but what side is he on? Yeah, right yeah, when yeah. he said that, I knew. I'm like, oh, here we go. And then he drops the leg. So I don't know if he was meant to do that, to kind of do a little precursor of, hey, you know, here we go, just to kind of ease the shock of it to a lot of the fans. Because I know everything is just so with the wrestling being so busted open from any type of kayfabe that you know they, they used to at least pretend in the by the mid 90s that there was you know there was still some sort of authenticity to it but um but when he when he said that i was like oh man it's, it's f that man that that sucks that he did that <laughs> but uh but the whole time he was here i'm like man i can't wait for the day you know there's gonna be a day where the the full circle completion happens and yeah. he becomes a baby face again. It took a lot longer than I thought it would because WCW went completely out of business by then. And when he came in back to WWE with um, the, the purchase of WCW, when they brought the NWO in, he came back in as the NWO guy and like did that for a little while before they did the red and yellow stuff. Although I there was a small moment actually in WCW where they brought back the red and yellow but by then it was like they did, no one was rushing WCW right. and it yeah. didn't have any effect. But when they did do the turn, they did a, did a good job of it in WWE and uh, got him back to being a baby, and everybody loved it. And and who ever would have thought he'd end up, you know, Triple H puts him over for the 
uh, unified heavyweight title, whatever it was called, undisputed championship. And he had that 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 the big gold belt with all the black paint on it. Beautiful. Um, yeah, it was really cool, and it's a cool moment to see yeah. him kind of get to be back up on top. It was a bit of a swan song for him as he started to kind of you know tail it down for the end of his career. So it was a pretty cool moment. Over as hell back then, still, still over as hell. Oh, yeah, it was. It was like a resurgence, which right. was great. And, and who would have gotten that reaction to turn like that? Sting was supposed to be the guy that they were gonna they were gonna have be the third man in the NWO, and and people right. wouldn't have lost it and thrown everything on in the freaking ring. And that, that's a testament. And then this this peed up. I mean, this a track. Look what. It, and I left it up here for a reason. This is what I have to deal with every day. It takes puts words in my mouth. I don't even know where he came up. I, I, where this. Anybody that's been listening to this show know, know, knows that I didn't even come close to saying anything about any of this. Complete gibberish. And and uh, and this is what he is talking about, but I wanted to put it up there because this is what he does on a regular basis. Just talks complete and total nonsense and then says that I said it. I never said anything like this. I, I ne- never. I don't, I don't know Why what you're talking about. you sue him for slander? I should. I should. I should. But uh, all right. But uh, you, know, you know who I want to sue is The Rock. Get the hell out of my television, dude! What the no. hell, right? What the what the hell? And then and then he he's he's freaking uh, talking about that he's gonna headline WrestleMania with Roman Reigns. Uh, 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 the Bells sent me this clip. I'm going to play it for you guys. And and what? And now he's gonna headline WrestleMania with Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 what? what that's what when you doing? play the. That's when you play the clip. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to play this clip. Also, stay, stay tuned. I want everybody's WrestleMania predictions. I'm going to put a, a, a drop. I'm going to put a link in the chat for you guys to come if anybody wants to come in and say what's up and, and tell us about who they think is going to win the Royal Rumble. Okay, hold on for a second. Uh, let's let's look at this. Let's look at, at The Rock. Get the hell out of my life. Dwayne Johnson. Um. He's, I mean, you're here with Stephen A. Smith. That's all I got to say. All right, let me unmute this. Here we go. Women's college hoops. Oh, yeah. And ABC. That's what we want. <laughs> yes. I mean, we gonna see, are you, are we going to see you? Well, you know, look, you guys know, I feel like, you know, I'm a long gamer. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. He's a long gamer. Bullshit, a long gamer. Fuck, fuck out of here, Dwayne Johnson. Fuck out of here. I don't know. A lot of people talk about his game. It's very long. A lot of people talk about how long the game is, okay? Longer than average. Very long. It's very long. It's a big game. It's a long game, okay? Everybody's talking about it. He died like a dog. Okay, hold on. Like a dog. This is something like this. What this is, if shut the fuck up, bro. Myself and Roman Reigns were to main event WrestleMania. And I mean this very respectfully of all the WrestleManias prior, because I grew up in this business and I love it. We could possibly put on with us as a main event and this incredible group of men and women who are these incredible performers. We could possibly put on the greatest and the biggest WrestleMania of all time. Now, he's out of his freaking mind. He is out of his ever loving mind or or he is just like, you know, um, just talking out his ass in order to sell this thing because they're going to build it as the biggest WrestleMania ever. That's what they're building this as. And it'll probably be that with or without The Rock. But to say that me and Roman Reigns, The Rock and Roman Reigns getting together is going to make it. No, nobody. Unfortunately, uh, The Rock was a part of one of the greatest matches, if not the greatest match in WrestleMania history with the Gold Hulk Hogan. Right. 
but you can't do it without Hogan, dude. You're certainly not going to do it with your cousin that's half as charismatic as you. All right. It, it, it took this long for people to start liking Roman Reigns. And now he's saying, hey, you know, we're, we're going to have the greatest WrestleMania match ever in the history of WrestleMania. Shut the fuck up, Dwayne Johnson. Go make a bad movie. <laughs> so you're saying wow. there's a chance. There's a so there's chance, a chance. Molly. <laughs> there's a chance. I'm saying there's more than a chance. You know, I love this business. I yes. love pro wrestling. I love WWE. But I, I also, I have this deep passion to grind. To make a shit ton of money. <laughs> and if we're going to do something like this, I want the world to watch. Paul Heyman yep. manages Roman Reigns. Currently, right now, Roman Reigns, a universal champion. Absolutely. As I always here. like to say, they were both here, they right? Were both here. I like to say there's the Mount Rushmore pro wrestling, and who's on that list is debatable. But there's one more mountain that's being built right now with one face and one head, and it's Roman Reigns. That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> he's building another mountain, Billy Ray. What are you, what are you not he's not on the Mount that. Rushmore wrestling, but it, we did it because, you know, I. <laughs> A secondary tier. He yeah, what the, the hell are you talking what? about, dude? He's building an, a, a whole other mountain on the island of relevancy. Yes. <laughs> Heyman, if we were to go to WrestleMania, right. and if, it was Paul Heyman managing Roman Reigns, the Universal Champion, facing The Rock, the People's Champion, the most electrifying man in all of entertainment, the People's Champ, the People's Choice, and he's got a manager. And Stephen A. Smith. Don't do it. Let's hear what that WrestleMania. Oh my God! If they bring him ringside. Yeah. Fuck that. Can you smell <laughs> what the Rock is cooking? Yes. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> oh man! All right. So so um so there you have it. Stephen, Stephen A. Smith. A. Smith Paul Heyman promo battle would be pretty epic. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, um, it just doesn't have to happen on a WrestleMania stage. But why would Stephen A. Smith come out to anything else? Right, he has to be at WrestleMania. Oh my God, it's it's Damian Priest with hmm? with Skip Bayless. What the fuck is going on? At this <laughs> I see that would be dope if they got Skip Bayless to come out with Damian Priest. I'd automatically become a, a Damian Priest fan right right off the bat. Um, regardless. Um, first off, I, I just got to say, we'll go around the room here. I don't like this. Okay. I don't like it at all. All right. I like Stephen A. Smith, but I don't like anything uh, that the rock is saying. It's all full of, full oh, of lies, deceit, backstabbing people. He did this to CM Punk years ago, came in and took, took the opportunity from him. That's what he did to CM Punk. And now he's trying to do it to the American nightmare. The real tribal chief the true head of the table the real cm punk like we learned this monday night cody rhodes he's trying to do it to cody and i'm not gonna have that brother i'm not gonna have it Dwayne. all right get the hell out of my television bro so here we go he's making his pitch for wrestlemania i don't know how they're gonna work this out cody rhodes is winning the royal rumble I don't know what they're going to do at wrestlemania there's too much of a tease here going on right they gotta pay something off they, they, I, they, I, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to make this work. Whatevs. What's up, God of Thunder? I can't. The, the denial is so real. He's not <laughs> fucking winning the Rumble. He's Fuck definitely you. not Fuck going to WrestleMania. Know. You know how I know? Because The Rock is on the goddamn board. Board 
of directors board, board <laughs> of directors they make a, they make real important decisions about unfortunately things like this who's main eventing wrestlemania why this is even a decision i have no idea but i can tell you this if the rock is on the board of directors and they have anything to do with like what this is going to be the rock is going to do everything in his power to make him the center of it and get himself the biggest payday possible on top of it so uh yeah no the rock is now at the table He's one step closer to being at the head of the table. Him and Nick Khan are buddies. Nick Khan is like Triple H is like, I don't even know if he's his right hand guy so much as he's like, is his right hand. Like it is just, he's like right there. Um, yeah, The Rock is going <laughs> to fucking look. The Rock is, has done this before. Like it's, a, I, I've I pointed this out in the past, but I'll, I'll reiterate. The Rock was cast as Black Adam in the DCEU in like 2010 <laughs> that movie came out in 2023 at a time where like the whole studio was in flux no one really knew what was up who was down who was going to be ceo tomorrow who's running all this movie shit Zack snyder's out james gunn hadn't been hired yet the rock found a way to not only like finagle his way into a position of power in that studio to where he got them to bring Henry Cavill back as Superman. He was going to make himself the most important thing in this fucking cinematic universe based on the fact that he's the rock. He was going to sell it to the studio who has shareholders like, Hey, I'm the rock. I'm the most followed American man in on social media in the globe. I'm a, a kind of a big deal. You want me in your shit. He's going to do it all over again with WrestleMania 40. Rock versus Roman with Cody in the back, crying and catering, albeit consoled by a just gorgeous woman. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Puppet Master. That's all he gets. He's already won. Cody's already won. It's time to just, you know, take your dub and go home. Yeah, he's going to take his dub and go home at WrestleMania. Uh, a puppet master, wait, wait, wait. When did Billy Ray become such a Cody cheerleader? You were hating on this dude in AEW. Clearly, you haven't been paying attention. Clearly. Okay, get it together. Come on, what the hell's going on? Come on. It's a, it's obvious this is a totally different guy, and it goes to show what WWE can do that AEW clearly can't or could not because totally different guy. Same guy, same gimmick, totally different presentation, totally different storyline. And we went over this when Cody actually came over and got all the cheers. So I'm not doing it anymore. Cody needs to finish the story. Striz, what is going on? You are also, you were also a resident Cody hater in AEW. You and I were there. We were there together. And then we there was a fork in the road. And I went, I went. The a crossroads? Road. Yes. And I... I <laughs> <laughs> you know what i that i was serving that up for myself and completely fucked it up but but uh, striz picked it up and, and did his thing so i went this way i went down the road with cody Rhodes. you have gone the other way tell me what's up sir what do you what do you see we're talking about the fucking rock <laughs> we are, we are talking we're about changing cody. gears and talking about fucking cody now no 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 we are talking about the rock this is what i mean You're talking you. about cody Stris. i'm always talking about everything i'm saying is about cody even when i'm talking about okada but but <laughs> not nice, but um, no, what I'm saying is like I'm I'm still, you know, supporting Cody here. I, I still think he's going to make it. But you don't you don't think you, oh. you haven't thought that for a while. Yeah. No. Now with with The Rock it, teasing this, what are you thinking? Well, he's, he's not going to go on fucking TV and be wrong. I know that the decision has been made. <laughs> the, the ink is dry. 
That's it. That's all there is to it. And if they finagle Cody into the match somehow, it's going to take all the steam out of it. It's going to be the two guys, Mono and Mono. And uh, let's not forget, like, uh, Nick Khan, the president of um, WWE, is longtime childhood best friends with The Rock. They grew up in the beaches of Hawaii together. They are like blood brothers. And obviously, that's why they're going to work together on this thing, because they trust each other implicitly. And when those guys have their backs against each other and they're fighting the world they're going to be an unstoppable force because they both know the business inside and out. And, uh, you know, with the rocks clout and Nick Khan's business savvy, I mean, it's just going to be like, I don't want to say an unstoppable force, but geez, I mean, it's like a dream team really of like two dudes who just know their shit and, uh, know which side their bread is buttered on, you know? So the rock being on uh, the board of directors tells me in my you know, what I've learned in the business and seeing how things have an ebb and flow is this is the preparation for Triple H's eventual exit from the company. Hmm. Is that they'll have a guy who has all the same knowledge of the in-ring and the outer wow. ring, the dealing with the boys, the, the political savvy, and um, being able to, you know, big menacing, was over as F, was a top player, top WrestleManias, is a household name and is probably the only person who I could see mentally that could be on the same level as Triple H in a, um, you know, parenting the company role. So I think this is what the long-term plan is, is, you know, like, like Triple H had that, that heart attack, what, a year or two ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now has the pacemaker, was retired, came back because of Vince's NDA bullshit was pretty much thrust back into full-time work. We probably didn't want to do it to begin with, but was like, well, can't let this, you know, can't let the fucking tomato die on the vine, right? We got to get this thing to where it needs to be. And, and he gets for as long as he could, right. they worked out the deal with The Rock. Of course, he can't wait to have his hand. He's got his beak in every freaking thing he can possibly have. it, And then I, I don't blame the guy, but he, it's like the Trump thing of how many wins can you have and still be impressed by the wins? It's like, oh my God, this, this kid does nothing but... He's got the Midas touch, everything he does besides Black Adam turned to gold. You know, that Black Adam turned into a fucking toilet paper. But other than that, I can't really think of too many rock projects that didn't get a gigantic shine on them. And they have all the um, connections with, you know, um, lots of media like the Stephen A. Smith thing and bringing him in or having him do something where he gets a little bit of a taste where he comes out looking great and go and talk up WWE on his podcast and on his TV shows and say, well, you know, it might be, you know, something that's not, you know, real or however they phrase it nowadays, but it sure is hard what they do. I really respect it. Those performers really give it their all. And you know how they, you know, they justify wrestling as a work, but it's still incredibly difficult and I certainly couldn't do it. And I got all the respect in the world for these guys, for what they do and how they entertain, you know, we've heard it a million times from a million different people, but all that stuff is good. It's good for the company. It's good long term. The Netflix deal that we're, I'm sure we're going to talk about in a few minutes, it's 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 great for wrestling because it's you know a five billion dollar deal that you know it's going to make everybody eat a little bit better. <laughs> My problem is this is the ridiculous part of it all. The biggest problem I have with The Rock sinking his roots into the foundation of WWE is that we're never going to see the end of his. Fucking slack-jawed yokel 
daughter trying to slick, you know, put a, a sentence together in NXT where her <laughs> teeth are so goddamn big and she's so slack-jawed that she can't even close her mouth to form sentences. They bounce off her teeth like this when she talks. <laughs> and they went from being with Joe Gacy, a guy who is hardly over anyway, and I love Joe Gacy. I've known him from the Independence for 10 years. Great kid. Great mind for the business, actually. But doing something so stupid with his group in fashion with no uh, end or anything. There's no like reason for her to not be there anymore. They, they just kind of dissipated after they were just not over anymore. Not that they were really ever, ever super over. And then all of a sudden she was gone for a week. She comes back and she's, you know, a liaison at first between talent and management. And now on NXT this week, she's the youngest ever general manager of a wrestling company being NXT. So now we're going to have to watch her literally in perpetuity as long as you want to watch these fucking shows. And that's <laughs> to me, the worst part of it all is that you'll never not see her now in wrestling. And she'll just have bigger roles and they'll get her on Raw or SmackDown. You're, she's I, never going to go away now. You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, and it's, a, it's another thing that Dwayne is not. And, and just to add on to the end of it, this has always been the biggest problem with wrestling is the nepotism. And everybody's shit on the McMahons for decades for Vince putting his kids out there. At least they, you know, had grown up in the business. And I guess you can argue that for her as well. Because, you know, apparently she's going to be, she's a fourth generation superstar, even though she wrestled one match on one NXT pay-per-view during WrestleMania weekend last year. She didn't do the 20 years of being in the ring before becoming a general manager. Somebody you'd give a fuck about listening to a promo. of. She's just the Rock's kid. Let's give her a job. And now, you know, she's going to be an authority figure and does it just like as if anybody else had ever done it. There's nothing special about it whatsoever. It's just this is your role now because you could hardly get through, you know, a seven minute tag team match eight months ago. You had literally no discernible skills that we could market. So let's just have you be a mouthpiece because you have the ability to take, you know, an entire week to learn your three sentences no. for this job. Tracks right. The Rock's yes. daughter does look like a beefy version of Obama's daughter, but Stress yeah. is right as well. Yeah, we're never gonna get see the end of these bitches. Um, yeah, it's it's the Samoan takeover. Um, you know, they're gonna get back at Cody for for trying to take Jay away from the family, and uh, <laughs> and the Rock is gonna be main eventing. In in before we pass off from the Rock and go into the Netflix thing too. Uh, also, in the interest of the Rock getting himself as many paydays as possible, there's a lot of talk about this Netflix deal that has to do with international markets too. In addition to, you know, how this affects us here. Um, it's going to apparently be like the, the hub for raw for like a lot of different countries other than the United States for a considerable period of time. So I could see the rock even doing like a, a global tour, right? Maybe he is at elimination chamber wrestling Cody for whatever main event spot might still be available at WrestleMania. You get him there. And then uh, they already teased him and gender. They're going to India at some point, right? Like the Rock versus Jinder Mahal seems like a totally feasible thing for a massive payday. Um, I was watching Nick Khan on Pat McAfee today. Apparently in, in India, the top two sports are as follows. One cricket, two professional wrestling. <laughs> like that in terms of popularity and viewership. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Like so, yeah, I could see the Rock over there wrestling Jinder Mahal. Why else would he have even done anything with him at all in the first place? I mean, and, and then Jinder Mahal is going to get embarrassed in front of his people again, right? Um, oh yeah, so, Rock's going over for sure. Uh, yeah, like quickly too. It won't. It won't yeah. even be close because that's what Dwayne does. All right, and moving on from from Dwayne uh, to CM Punk, 
Cause because CM Punk, Mr. Phil Brooks, was complaining about Dwayne, right? This entire time when when Dwayne came in and took it from him, you know, and 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 uh and whooped his ass and took the world title at the Royal Rumble, right? Um and and now CM Punk is trying to do the same to Cody Rhodes. Uh, but let's talk about it real quick. CM Punk comes out massive chance. Cody Rhodes comes out, held his own. And I think it was a test for Cody um, because, um, you know, he came, he came out with, with, with punk and, and he didn't get booed. You know, it was, it was kind of even the chance back and forth, um, which, which was pretty cool. I think uh, this should have been the WrestleMania main event for 40. It should have been CM Punk versus Cody Rhodes. If they would have done this right in 39, this wouldn't have been an issue, but now they have all these problems. This should have been the main event. If they play their cards right, they can main event with these two at 41 if they do this right. But in order to get that done, Cody Rhodes needs to pay off. All jokes aside, I know I, you know, I'm I'm cheerleading Cody Rhodes and I am. I want him to win on Saturday more than anything, but they need to pay this off. Like seriously. If if they don't pay it off, what's the point? They have they 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 threw away the last two years, in my opinion. If if they don't do something here, right, and and that leads up, the Rock isn't going to be at thirty one. I mean, at forty one, he's not going to be there, or or maybe he will at this point if he's sitting in the board, right? But is he going to be an active wrestler? You know, like he'll probably be the host, right? The host or something, right? Like I mean, you you want to start building for the future, um, not that CM Punk is is the future, but he could be the immediate future, right? You have him for a few years, you can main event WrestleMania with these two guys, regardless. It was a hell of a promo. I, I enjoyed watching it. Um, I, I love what uh, CM Punk said about about uh, about Cody, saying that he's the real American dream. You know, the, you know. I thought that was really dope. And and the way they 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 came around and and gave it to Cody, and Cody was like, "I'm the real CM Punk." That was really dope. You know, it, it was kind of a deep promo. Like it wasn't the greatest promo I've ever seen in my life. But it was cool, and 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 it had a lot of layers to it, you know, because all of that shit was true, right? <laughs> like all of it, uh, a lot of it was true. Flaws in Mr. Rhodes's logic that I'll address in a second here. But yeah. no, 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 no. All right, uh, CM Punk said he was going to to be the guy, the catalyst for change, and what did he do? He, he had a boil in his ass. Fucking industry. Are you the, kidding? Are you kidding me? Are we going to pretend? Are we going to pretend this? Are you going to? You're going to try to rewrite I am going to cite the deep history for you. They CM dumped Punk him out left. of the Royal Rumble. <laughs> he complained about the medical staff, the lack of time off, the mm -hmm. fucking yada yada. All of that shit changed like within three what? years of him fucking nothing. bitching and complaining about it, like almost he, he immediately. Cody, on the other hand, started another left. company that, right. that promised a lot of things that sounded an awful lot like what CM Punk was talking about. And then uh, uh, for some reason, Virtue signaled even further with stupid promises like equal pay. And concerns for wrestler safety <laughs> well, they while they've got fucking the 90210 guy's fucking son trying to put CM Punk through real fucking glass windows over there. That's that's the fucking environment that Cody started, by the way. That's that's what you're gonna you're gonna fucking well, at, at least about he over didn't there. go. At least he didn't go to the UFC and get his ass whipped in three seconds. Okay, that, well, he, that's fair he, enough. He actually created a revenue of income for professional wrestlers and gave wrestling fans another avenue, another outlet to sit down and watch. Watch. CM Punk went home. 
took his money and went home and said he hated professional wrestling. Regardless of that, just the fact that we're talking about this means it was a good promo. Now, all right, I'm, I'm asking a serious question to both of you. They've been hinting very heavily at this point. Every time they mention Cody Rhodes, Hulk Hogan winning twice, Stone Cold Steve Austin winning twice, and Shawn Michaels winning twice. You know, they, they, they've, they've been saying it over and over again. Will he win it again? It's like they're telegraphing it. Now they put both of these guys in the ring. I think they're going to be the last two people in the Rumble. It's going to be Punk and it's going to be Cody. There's no other way to do this. There's no other way to tell this. Well, I guess there are other ways to tell the story, but this is the, the optimal way to build the massive drama at the end. It's these two guys. And Cody has to win. If they dump Cody Cody over and Cody loses. have to win. You don't even want him to win. If you want him to beat Roman Reigns for the title resume, you you do not want him to come in here and predictably fucking win a back-to-back rumble and just go, we're just going to do the same shit we did last year. Like, really? That's what you want for Cody? He should lose. He should get eliminated by Punk and continue to have to fight and have to fucking beat The Rock in Australia to get to to Roman Reigns. That's what he should have to do. They, they, what they should have done was had Cody win in 39, but they did this. They booked themselves into this corner. They did this. They did this. So so they have to follow through in order for this to pay off. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, are you done, Bells? Or, or yeah, can we throw go ahead. I want to hear what Chris had to say. I've been rambling. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Chris. I, I have a question. Oof. This is good. How do two guys leave the largest wrestling company to ever exist to go to another company that gets 10% of of the viewers that the larger company does and then come back to the larger company with perceived more value. Right. It is. Both of them have very different paths, right, to, to that. Right, like Cody's path was he left to try to like prove that he was worthy of more attention, more value from from WWE starts AEW. You know, obviously, like could have put himself right in the absolute center of everything. Didn't necessarily do that right away for a while, um, and you know comes back. I don't really know. I gotta tell you, Stris, I don't really know how Cody did it. Like I know how CM Punk did it because, like, yes. <laughs> CM Punk coming back to AEW was like, oh, my God, he's back in wrestling. But I've been saying for years now, probably it feels like him coming back to WWE was always the thing that really, truly mattered. And, yeah, he hasn't really done a whole lot since he's gotten here. I don't think they really knew what to do with him. Right. Like he just kind of showed up and they're like, oh, fuck, like this is a thing. We can have this guy. The same thing they're doing with Okada right now. Like they're they're right. probably scrambling trying to figure out like can we shoehorn him in this somehow? Like is it rushing him? Do we you know like whatever? I'm sure there's a, a fucking a whole bunch of conversations going on around about, about that. But Punk yeah. coming back just after all that time away, having talked all the shit he talked on his way out, that was really interesting. And just like that building up to a fever pitch, kind of got him there i don't really know why wwe like why vince fucking flew to cody's house vince could have just fucking kept on going on and letting cody with this stupid neck tattoo and his blonde ass hair and fucking smash thrones with sledgehammers all he wants over in the fucking abyss of aew and mm-hmm. it wouldn't have affected wwe's bottom line ever at any point never like, i don't no, not even know why he decided to do that it was well, very it's strange i don't get it with seth 
maybe. I don't know if his knee injury is a shoot or not. If, if Seth doesn't make it to Mania and they let him hold on to the belt and not defend it, what if they do have Punk versus Cody at WrestleMania night one? Because Punk does have a belt. Do you guys know what belt he has? Does he have the real world championship? He has the belt that he never lost in AEW with the big X painted on the front of it. What if he's being the real AEW champion, put his belt on the line at WrestleMania against Cody Rhodes? My God. Can you imagine? He's probably got that belt in a closet at his house. <laughs> you want to talk about controversy? Yeah, you're right. You're right, man. You pull it out, right? And uh, and uh, and they can pause, and they can uh, you know, go go wrestle over that. But um, but you know what? You have to leave in order to be taken seriously sometimes. And and that's that's not exclusive to professional wrestling, right? It's in corporate America or anything else. You leave, you come back, you have more value. I don't know why it's that way. It's just the way it is. And um, um, Cody well, yeah. was just like 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 Bello said. He had to go. He had to go to be to be taken seriously, and Punk just fell headfirst into this. He got fired from the other company, and WWE was like, "Hey, you know." And and anytime you return to the big show, it's more impactful than just returning. Period. Whenever you return to the W, look at the Hardys. The, the Hardys returned at AEW. Nobody gave a shit. They, they came out at WrestleMania. Holy crap! Right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's that's. There's a lot of time in between that. Though. Of course, didn't of miss course. Them as much. Not, yeah. not the best example, but still, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it shows the differences. Unfortunately, whether you like it or not, you, you return to the WWE, it's a big deal. Um, and so, so that's what catapulted this, what, what made this happen. Um, but uh, we're going to, this is what we're going to get. These are, these are the only two realistic um, uh, choices to win the Royal Rumble. It's, it's CM Punk it's it's Cody Rhodes. So if you guys want to call it predictable, this is as predictable as it's going to get. Out of 32, that's it. They're the only ones that can that can possibly win. So you take this to the end, and then you see what happens. Ray had an, an interesting theory that I hadn't heard of. Both of them get eliminated, at, at, and both of them get shots at uh, at guaranteed shots at the title. I don't think I don't know if I like that theory, but it's plausible. Um, I dropped the link in the chat but it came under the pw hustle name because i'm on i'm on the pw hustle channel so it's not a track brown i'm i'm dropping it again there it is right now it's under the pw hustle name but a track didn't do that a track's been talking nonsense all day hating for the sake of hating so i'm not gonna um hey acknowledge hey, him hey 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 right but <laughs> but there's the link if anybody wants to come on and give us their predictions i'm sticking with cody cody is winning the royal rumble on saturday ladies and gents believe it or not I don't know how they're going to work this out, uh, but I don't think that they are going to stray from this. I, I think they're going to move forward and finish their story, not necessarily Cody's story. It's their story that they set up that they should have finished in 39 and they, they decided to extend and they booked themselves into a corner as a result. I think they're going to pay it off. They have to pay it off. It's the only logical thing to do unless they've come up with some other way to, to, to make this work for everyone which I'll be all happy for if it happens. But Cody Rhodes needs to win. I don't see a way around it. Bells, what's your pick? I agree with you from the aspect of it's got to be Punk or Cody, right? Because like, mm -hmm. I just think no matter how you slice it, unless they already have something baked in where, like, I know they announced that Rollins is going to be around and he's not injuring, he's not injured enough to 
give up the belt and go whatever, do whatever the fuck. Like he should probably, because he should. He's just like the one guy that, like, if he actually gets a main event match out of all this at WrestleMania, like, it's a real shame. Like, he doesn't deserve it at all. There's characters and and performers out there that that deserve it significantly more. I've done way more with the time they've been given, uh, Cody included. You know, I'd, I'd put him ahead of Seth in the fucking power rankings at this point, and uh, we all know how I feel about Cody. So, uh, that said, it's got to be Cody. It's got to be Punk. I just can't believe in my heart of hearts that they would be so fucking lazy as to have this guy win back-to-back rumbles against all odds and he fucking comes back and and wins. So uh, I'm going to be even more bummed if he's mm-hmm. number one when he comes in, Cody, because like I know you're right. He is probably going to be one of the last two people, even if he doesn't win. And I really don't want to just like, I don't want to have to look at this motherfucker for a whole hour. Like I just don't, I'm sorry. So um, yeah, I think it's going to be, I'm I'm like, it's got to come down to those two. And I, because I can't just, I just can't believe it's going to be Cody. I'm going with punk. All right. There you go. Striz. What do you got? You know, for the last few weeks, we've been talking about this and I've been really thinking CM Punk is the way to go. But uh, you know, what if, Punk and Cody eliminate each other in some sort of weird fashion where they're just beating the shit out of each other and whoops, there you go, over the top rope, ass over tea kettle, bum, they both hit the floor. And there's other guys going, they, they just stop and hit the floor and go, what the fuck? Because both of their stories are the same where they like, Punk's dream match, the reason he ever came into wrestling and came back to wrestling, because he wanted to headline WrestleMania. Cody's whole thing is his story. Got to finish the story, which would include headlining WrestleMania. So they can still have their headlining match if it is night one. It doesn't involve the title or anything. It's just the two of them starting to have this blood feud of this race to the top. And they they wrestle each other, which can get more vicious and more vicious as the feud goes on. If they really wanted to, it could be... The first real blood feud WWE's had in years and years where they could really heat that thing up really well because they, they have the crowd on their hands. Like, it's 50-50 for the, for the matches, so the crowd would be nuts for something like that. That way it allows Roman to go on and do his thing with uh, The Rock, but also leave if, if Seth is able to defend the belt, have somebody new. So now I'm thinking maybe it'll be somebody like an L.A. Knight that perhaps wins the Rumble. Because like they see, you know, Cody and you know Punk get thrown out. All of a sudden, who's left in there? This guy, this guy, this guy. La Knight. And somehow, La Knight pulls it off. I, I think I may be changing my prediction from from Punk to La Knight. Wow. Well, that's different. That's different. I'll take. Uh, it's a sword because I feel like it's becoming too predictable and too. Right. It's too in your face at this point now. They're just feeding it, feeding it. So we we know to expect it. We know to expect it. Okay, then for years WWE did do that and would pay off on that and say, Hey, you figured it out. Good for you. You know what I mean? But now it's like, let's get them to think that. Let's get them to think that. And then Swerve, you know, Strickland comes in and takes it all. No, I mean, Swerve, (laughs) (laughs) you know, that would be the greatest thing ever. If Swerve just showed up and won the whole thing, I'd I'd, I'd fucking pop. That'd be the greatest thing of all time. I mean, I uh, can't wait. I like the the political angle of like what happens if they like hypothetically, I think as Ray was suggesting uh, and as Billy Ray pointed out, like what if they both get eliminated at the end, like at the, at the same time they do like a, no, they can't, they already did it once with, with, with Luger and Brett, it fucking sucked and didn't get over and got tons of heat back then. They they just can't do it now. You've done that once you've done it a thousand times. So it's a, it's a finish that's so specific that if you ever did that more than once, it's, 
the fucking laziest booking in the world. They did I mean, do anybody, it once. Didn't they do it later on with like Batista and somebody else? I thought they I, don't did think, I don't know if that was the finish of the match, was it? Uh, I'm, like, I'm really not sure. But even if they did, that's even more reason to never fucking. Yeah, do that's it the again. one where Vince came running out and like pulled both quads, pulled right? Like quads, the, yeah. yeah. See, they, then it's, it's just it's such a it would be such an anomaly if wrestling were a complete shoot that something like that would ever happen. Where guys were tumbling over that at the exact same time, their feet hit. No, it just would. If it happened once out of 40, that's sure. still... We also have, like, it's I bet so even stupid. now, if we went back in Just time. to bring up that idea is stupid. Whoever came up with that fucking idea is <laughs> the fucking stupidest person I fucking know. <laughs> and they should be fucking hung by their toes by the highest fucking tree and hit with baseball bats until they cry for mommy. Damn. Like a dog. Um, until candy oh. falls out of them. So, Who so, ever come uh, up with such a stupid fucking idea? <laughs> So check this, right? Um, Can't been anybody I, in our chat. No, I'm sick of it, Billy Ray. People coming up here. We're trying to throw a good wrestling show on here. People got to throw that stupid bullshit fucking finishes that'll never happen, <laughs> and they expect us to sell it like it's a fucking possible chance of that happening. Who the fuck would do something? I don't know. Fucking stupid and idiotic. It is. We got to hold our done. fans to a higher level. Okay, I'm sick right. of this bullshit. This low fruit, this low hanging fruit bullshit. This lowest common denominator, lazy ass booking. Who the fuck would ever come up with something I, so I, goddamn stupid? I'll I think we should you. ban whoever it is from our show. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this. Life. I'll tell you this. It's really not sexy. Okay, and sure. and and this is the sexiest chat. Of course, right. everybody's in the chat is super sexy. Everybody that's listening right now, through your ear holes. Uh, as as the Royal Rumble approaches, if you're listening on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and even Saturday morning, you are a very sexy individual. Just let me tell you that, okay? The 11-11 boys, and that 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 entire thing, that scenario, not sexy, man. Very not, very much not sexy. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. <laughs> I want to talk about two more things before we get out of here. Um. Netflix, WWE Raw is going over to Netflix $5 billion for 10 years. I think it's a good move, right? I, I really I really do. The Professor Chabella Cruz, we were talking in, in, in the PW Hustle chat, and um, A-Track didn't get it as he doesn't get most things. And, and the professor was like, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's the new normal. You know, this is the new, and he's absolutely right. He, it is the new normal. The Chiefs game, oh, and I'm sorry about the Buffalo Bills, sir. Um, I, I was I was rooting for them too. I can't believe he missed that freaking field goal, man. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I was like, "What?" Again? Oh, you must not be familiar with Buffalo Bills game? history. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wide right, right? <laughs> Holy crap! I couldn't. So what, believe what, what did he through the game? There's been a lot of videos this year on on Instagram about how football is open work now, and they've been showing referees moving the football in areas they're not supposed to be putting it, and. Think guys that get called for certain things and other guys don't get called for certain. It's like the NBA, really. I mean, just the referees are working the the system. What if this kicker was in on it and fucking did the wide right on purpose as a wink and a nod to the pass of the Bills, and they just handed it to the Chiefs? Because the, the other theory about the the Super Bowl is at the beginning of the season they had a logo for the Super Bowl already made with certain colors mixed in, and if you go back, you'll see all the colors from the Super Bowl logos for the past several years. Then they come out with these in the beginning of the season end up being the colors of the teams who are in the finals of the of the Super Bowl. 
in the finals of the Super Bowl, you see. And uh, yes, oh, yes. So, uh, by the, by you know, the way, now, guess who's going to be Pat performing Midway in halftime well, this year? Listen, Ludacris. Right. And so, so during this season, they changed <laughs> the colors of what was going to be at the um, Super Bowl this year. And now, lo and behold, the, the Kansas City Chiefs are uh, the colors are part of that logo now. So, Somebody made an audible. They changed their script halfway through, or you know, a third of the way through the season, and now all of a sudden we're getting a wide right kick on an easy. What was it? Not even a thirty-yard field goal. You know, it's that. Uh, you know, it smells like a work to me. It could be. It could be. Um, yeah. I, I saw that, and I was uh, I was uh, uh, heartbroken uh, for the Buffalo Bills. You know, but um, yeah, I was too. But uh, it's it, it's it was on on Amazon Prime, I think. Was the game? It was. It was on. I think it was on Amazon. It, it wasn't on network television. Oh yeah, was it on Peacock? It, it wasn't on Peacock. I think it was Amazon. I think okay. I'm almost. I'm almost positive it was Amazon. But regardless, like it, that, that's that's the point I'm trying to make. Everything is moving towards streaming, um, and uh, and the WWE took a deal. I I think it's, I think it's the best. I wouldn't have passed up that deal either, man. Like it's it's the best deal they could possibly get. I think, and and now, they're not. I don't know this for a fact, but I would think that there's not as many boundaries on what they can or can't do, you know, as far as storyline and, and whatever on Netflix, you know, um, and ratings aren't going to be an issue, you know, like it's not going to be people are, we, we can't sit there and, and scrutinize the ratings and, oh, they got a two point rate. No, they're on Netflix. What They got $5 billion. They'll probably be within the top 10 of streaming on Netflix every week, just for the amount of people that are going to tune into Raw. You know, um, and and uh, that's I think uh, I just think it's a really good move. And I thought that the WWE was going to be over when McMahon left. This is not over. Like, I couldn't have been more wrong, like by any stretch, like they're going to be around for some time the way this is looking. And and it's better, if I may say so, than than late Vince McMahon, you know, uh, in my opinion. But. I think it's a good move for the WWE. They're going to make a lot of money, um, guaranteed money, you know. And and uh, Ray alluded to the that they can that Netflix can do away with the deal after five years. I think uh, Netflix will extend that deal. I was going to say they actually Netflix really has right. the ability to renew it for another ten as well, right. which is actually where WWE may have fucked themselves, kind of on the back end of things, or the amount of time, right? If it ends well, yeah, it's it's supposedly right. another ten years. Now I don't know if there's some sort of like you know kind of baked in uh cost of you know could like fucking cost of living adjustment basically that comes along with something like that well, i'm sure there's renegotiate or it goes yeah. up in increments or something like that that's so what i'm saying but it did yeah. that the way that it was read at least in one of the things that i was watching was that that, that netflix can opt out after five or renew for another 10 so de depending on how that language ends up working out like netflix mm -hmm. could in 10 years hypothetically be like oh another five bill for wwe like sure that's a steal Let's throw it right back at him because at that point, $5 billion will be like fucking pocket change. But um, I do think it's kind of interesting that that um, that the possibility of them, yeah, like now having maybe being able to open up things a little bit as far as content goes. Um, it, it, it didn't even cross my mind until you said something. And I also saw a couple of people in the chat make mention of it. I mean rating will won't be necessarily an issue, but you figure like Netflix is going to want to like appropriately rate the the broadcast 
So maybe they kind of go back to like an old school, like war zone type situation where you get like the first two hours of the show are a little bit more family friendly. And then like from 10 to 11 Eastern, like all bets are off and you're watching fucking skin and max at this point. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I do think, that. yeah, like that was, that was kind of the way it kind of always, I mean, been, right? I like if your kid that. is up after 10 o'clock, that's on you lady. Like, I'm sorry. That's, that's not like, I don't know what to tell you. Like we're doing our <laughs> best here. Maybe they um, do a thing at 10 o'clock. They have you click over to the next hour. Yeah, you know, but, I, but I, another thing I did just want to point out is that like in the interim, like right now, I believe they're getting somewhere between 250 and 260 million dollars a year for for raw, like currently from US and, you know, USA Network and NBC Universal, uh, mm -hmm. USA and, and, and NBC Universal also just bought the rights to Smackdown back from Fox, or at least they renegotiated and they're now going to get it after Fox is done. Uh, right. with it and they're paying like 287 million dollars a year to have that once a week show so now raw is getting like double what it was getting from the last contract with nbc universal so uh anybody have their calculators the up yeah it's going to be a lot of money what is that per week 287 million divided by 52 who's got their their phone near them? wrong guy ask these people ask, ask the chat not me that the bells what's up what you got Bells mm -hmm. is calculating right now. He's thinking he's not really calculating anything. It's, it's all it. in his brain. Five point right five million dollars a week for two hours of TV. It's pretty good. Incredible. The amount of money that the WWE is rolling now, in. Now, right? I mean, the thing that is kind of interesting about this is Netflix does not do a lot of live content, right? Like as of right now, they've done maybe like a Chris Rock comedy special and like a couple of golf tournaments. So this is also like a rollout for them as far as doing live programming really they need, to, they need to step it up because amazon is doing it you know there's uh, uh, all these other streaming services have oh, live yeah. content so they figured they'd go all in with the wwe i think it's a really good look man i really do i do i but but also you got to consider too is that as much as this money sounds like it's like a lot of money they're getting like 500 million dollars like i believe the way that these things work is like wwe takes on like all of the production costs like they're they're now paying for obviously all of the cameras all of the lights all of the arenas all of the travel all of like so yeah it's a lot of money but i i wouldn't be surprised that if you looked at the books at the end of the day like these tv contracts are kind of like almost like break evens and like everything else is is really what's the merch and the fucking licensing and the blah 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 is really what's what's making them all the all the big money at this point i mean they're not making billions upon billions of dollars on fucking house shows and fucking chattanooga right like uh, that's not that's not how this model works anymore. Right, 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 right. Striz, what's up, buddy? Uh, I think it's a great deal for Netflix. I think it kind of keeps them relevant because I know I have a Netflix account that I never turn on. Right. And uh, I probably haven't watched anything on Netflix in well over a year. So, uh, you know, it, it's good for them. And I'm sure they're ready to, to do this. So you wouldn't take on this kind of a thing without being ready to go and then you know, they are, I mean, all those companies are always hiring each other, all their talent back and forth and production and all that stuff. So it's going to be the same people who got it ready for Hulu to do something live or some other streaming platform to do something live. But the point that appointment television is still pretty important shows that, you know, it's willing, they're willing to pay, like Bella said, was it $2.75 million an hour for pro wrestling or whatever, whatever the case is, whatever. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it'll be kind of interesting to see what happens. I, I think it's kind of strange because um, 
just since the beginning of um, television, wrestling has always had a, some sort of, I don't want to say a stronghold, but in the early days of television, the 40s and 50s, they had wrestling on weekly. And my, I remember my, my grandparents telling me stories of watching Killer Kowalski, you know, wrestle in their living room on television, you know, and uh, how big of a, how important wrestling was because, you know, it was just like that larger than life thing that was in your home now that you didn't have to go into the city to watch once a month or whatever it was on every week. And uh, to have it not be on cable anymore, it's just kind of, it's going to take me a little while to get used to something like that. Right. But like they were saying in the chat, like uh, I think Colin was saying, um, NXT is going to be going to, uh, you, uh, uh, the, I can't remember the name of the TV station, but it's a station that gets more uh, viewers than um, um, USA. Oh, so yeah. it's like a network be. television show, you know, super television station. So it's gonna has has the possibility to get a lot more eyes on it. SmackDown was a, when it went to Fox had the ability to be seen with a lot more eyes. It doesn't mean it's gonna happen, but it never did. For SmackDown, they never got you know bigger than three point something rating. I don't think so. Yeah, but at least the opportunity is there for more viewers. All for right. sure. There we have Colin, it. Right. Colin's going about. off in the chat. He's saying that the Netflix, I guess, earnings call, they were saying that they don't necessarily want to into more live events. I was really more more concerned about like the logistics of Netflix, who doesn't do live television all the time. Like, right, how is that going to how is that experience going to be for like me as a user? Like, am I going to go on to Netflix if I turn it on at nine fifteen? Am I going to be able to like smoothly rewind back to nine o'clock and you know start watching from? the beginning or you know eight o'clock or whatever the fuck it is and you know rewind back to the beginning and like am i gonna be able to bump forward am i gonna be like what what's what do commercial breaks look like now are they gonna have to fill a fucking three hour program now because they're not doing like the hold the chin lock. anymore <laughs> yeah it. did it. you fucking hold that chin lock you better hold it for for four minutes and we're gonna my, sit there and watch it apparently my while biggest question would be is, ad is, reads. is big mike and barry still on the board of directors for netflix yeah, man, they're making and because uh, don't he, you know, the Sataros and uh, the Johnsons. That's right. If you smell what Barack, the Sataros love Johnsons, and uh, the Rock is one of the biggest Johnsons out there, so uh, it could be a little. So I told Dwayne to get the hell out of uh, out of my television. I mean, he can go hang out with Barack Obama and Big Mike. I'm cool with that. All right, well, there's a former president. There's two future presidents with Big Mike and uh, the Rock. So and the Rock, uh, you're right. You're right. Um, wrestling makes strange bedfellows. Hmm. Okada's oh, coming then, to the WWE. I was gonna say the Rock and wrestle Okada in Japan too on his global tour of fucking and beat him. paydays. Be beat Okada, Okada in Japan, beat Jinder Mahal Dude. in India. You Rainmaker, know, like a Rainmaker counter into a rock bottom would be fucking sick. Would be fucking <laughs> sick. <laughs> so here we go. Okada, um, it, it has left New Japan Professional Wrestling. I, I, you know, I can't believe it, but I guess after listening to it, uh, you know, and, and listening to his rationale, it makes perfect sense to me. And and he needs to go to the big show, like I said initially. Let's get the thoughts going around. First off, what do you think of him coming to the WWE? I mean, I guess he could go to AEW. That would make no sense to me, to for him to go over to AEW. First off, it's not special at all. We've already seen it. He's going to come out. It's not going to be a thing. You know, um, and, um, you know, uh, uh, um, he asked, I mean, the, the whole deal is it, him coming to the WWE. If it's not, I don't care. Like, why would you leave New Japan to do that? But anyway, tell me what's up um, and, and tell me, do you think he'll debut at the Rumble? Bells. 
Oh, um, I don't think he'll debut at the Rumble, although now now that you've said it, like I'm sure it's going to happen because I've like adamantly denied it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't I don't know exactly what they're going to do with them. Like to, like to me, in my heart of hearts, like it, it, to me, it would just be kind of cool if they just brought him out fucking and, you know, told his story. Like, here's this guy. He's like a fucking legend in Japan. Like he's the greatest fucking IWGP champion of all time. It's like it's it's hardly even debatable at this point. Um, like this guy needs to fucking be like just blow him the fuck up. Make him make him a Heyman guy. Like I don't give a fuck. Like to have somebody who could tell his story if they can't get his personal promo skills up to snuff by the time it you know comes around and have him fight Cena at WrestleMania. Like, let's like, like, you know, everybody beats Cena nowadays anyway. What the fuck difference is making a comic game and impend him? You know, but it would still be so epic. Like, think of the the entire country of Japan is watching WrestleMania. If Okada's wrestling John Cena at WrestleMania, like the entire country, they're going to be they're going to be digging people up from the grave to fucking sit next to them on the couch and just have more people watching John Cena versus Okada at WrestleMania. So, yeah, I think something like that could totally happen do you start sowing the seeds for that at the rumble maybe um i don't know how this works though i think his contract is not officially up until the end of january um so that that kind of prohibits him showing up on saturday so there's my uh, there's kind of my bugaboo there new japan needs to hurry up and go sign uh to to Kesta. i don't know if i'm saying that right but they need to go get that kid right now right now they need to just Throw him a bunch of money, buy him out of his AEW contract, and make him the next face of, of New Japan professional wrestling. Do it now. Do it now. That's the guy. All right, Striz, what do you think about Okada? He's no Ricky Dozan. Oh, there you go. I never got to see the guy, but he's supposed to he be was a legend. the biggest deal ever in Japan. There will right. never be another Ricky Dozan. He was the biggest to ever do it. He was such a bigger deal than Anoki ever was. And Anoki wow. was the biggest effing deal in Japan. So right. Ricky Dozen, it was a skyscraper compared to the molehill of Anoki, if you can mentally get your mind around that. Okada is a fucking ripple in a pond. Oof. He's here for a minute, and he's gone the next. Uh, yeah, he's had a couple of handful of five-star matches from a guy who puts out a magazine once a week who has a fetish for Japanese men. And if you buy into the star rating that that guy writes shit about, then you're a fucking M-A-R-K. And, uh, yeah, he's a decent hand. He's all right, but his best years are definitely behind him. He's probably, you know, a couple bumps away from a major injury the way he worked in Japan. Um, He was over with a very small crowd on a very small island. Uh, That doesn't mean he's going to be over in New York. And, um, hey, if he comes over and he does something great, great, but he didn't. He already doesn't have the presence of Nakamura, and look what they've done with Nakamura for the last three Absolutely years. Absolutely nothing. So, if anything, you know, I I was listening to Jim Cornette earlier. No, who was it? Uh, actually, it was Ben Hameen. And Ben, because oh, no. well, person after person, Ben was saying that Jago was talking about how um, Okada and um, Nakamura used to be in a tag team. So I could see them doing something like that, but. At this point, Nakamura has been so oh, beat up from you know all these putting up guys with broken quote unquote broken backs over. Why would anybody want to tackle a guy who can't beat a guy with a broken back? So you know it, it, it's all convoluted bullshit. And until he comes in, I really it doesn't it doesn't matter to me. And even when he is here, if he does work Cena, fine. But I I won't really care about that match because Cena put over Austin Theory. How does that go for Austin Theory? He's now mushed into a tag team 
with Grayson fucking Waller. And people don't even know who Grayson Waller is, but the guy who beat John Cena now wants to be his tag team partner. So the Cena effect doesn't work. It doesn't work. It hasn't worked in years. He's put a ton of guys over, and now it just it's just not where the industry goes anymore. But um, you know, if he wants to try his hand in New York, let him let him give it a shot and see what he's got. Uh, I hope he can do a really good promo in English. Uh, I hear you. I mean, I don't know, man. I I, I mean, if if you're gonna leave New Japan, um. You go to the WWE. I mean, yeah. there's no reason to go to AEW, right? So you go to the WWE if you're going to leave. Make a shit ton of money. What they're going to do with them is debatable. I don't know. Vince McMahon isn't isn't exactly running things right now. At least that's what we're told. I know he's still the chairman of the board of TKO. Um, but I, I don't know how much input he has in any of this. So maybe, you know, they'll do something with him. But Striz is right. Like, he needs to speak English. If he doesn't speak English, it's going to be a problem. Unless they get somebody to speak English for them, you know, um, I I don't know. I, I'm not optimistic about what they would do to him, with him, but who knows? Either way, I'm still not going to AEW if I am him. I'm going to the big show. Yeah. I'm there, going. There was, to the big a, there was show. a quote from him saying, like, you know, like I, I've I've kind of done everything I can do in New Japan, and like I don't want to like rest on my laurels. Like going to AEW is like not AEW is just fucking New Japan light, basically at this point. I agree. Anyway. Like, like yeah. a, why would you go over there? It's like going from the majors to the minors, or as Ray so you know eloquently put in our chat, going from Perfect. the Yankees to the Mets. Like, yeah, all right, whatever, fair enough. Uh, we'll, we'll catch up one of these days. I won't, we'll all be dead, but uh, it, it'll happen maybe. <laughs> um, so you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, it, that that's just dumb. Like, if you're gonna go from New Japan and you really are gonna try and see what you really have out there, you, you have to go to WWE. And uh, it is weird though, because I was reading that I guess monthly per Rusu, which is like the article, the 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 tablet out in Japan that apparently is reporting that he's coming to WWE is suggesting he's going to NXT. I think maybe there's a, a, a bit of loss in translation there. Like I think he's going to the PC for sure. You know, they'll, they'll get his bearings and kind of like, you know, cut some vignettes and do some bullshit and cut some B roll of him. <laughs> I'd, I'd imagine uh, for this story that they're going to have to tell. Cause yeah, he's not going to be all that great at telling it himself. And uh, it'll be interesting to see like how they work around that. Like, Heyman's like, you know, the easy fix. You could slap Heyman on anybody and it, and it might improve their chances. But do they have somebody else out there that that, that maybe can step up and, and kind of be a mouthpiece for him? I mean, he's the fucking rainmaker. I think if people I think if people see him work with somebody who can, you know, who can go out there and put on a decent match, like I think they'd be pretty impressed with him. He's like, a, I don't know. I it's just my personal opinion. We'll we'll see how it all ends up shaking out. But I, I don't think, like as some of the reports are suggesting, he can be like in NXT active wrestling. Like that just doesn't sound like the move to me. That's like going to TNA or going to AEW. Agreed, one hundred percent. It's time to get out of here. We did a ridiculous show today. I mean, we went way yeah. over. But it is Royal uh, Rumble. We didn't even get to talk um, about Tim Tebow. He could have fought the Big Show. That was a thing, apparently. That was, that was a report. No, that's been Nick Con. Nick Con was on Pat McAfee today reporting that Tim Tebow versus the Big Show was apparently so real that there was an actual meeting between Triple H, Nick Con, and Tim Tebow at some point that uh, <laughs> physically took place at a restaurant somewhere, and they uh, they talked about this, and it didn't actually come to fruition. Also, I forgot to. Uh, tablet and we'll, we'll come full circle on hogan 40 here recently 
TMZ reported that Hulk Hogan saved a young woman's life and pulled her out of a car that had flipped over on the highway. This, of course, just coincidentally coming around the 40th anniversary of Hulkamania. I'm, I'm calling shenanigans, folks. I think this whole fucking thing was a work. Uh, I think that I think that, that girl just who, by the way, didn't have a scratch on her in a car that had flipped over on a fucking highway somewhere in Florida. Just, just throwing it out there. <laughs> they might be working your brother could it could happen um hey mike man we're not hating on aew it's just a fact of the matter bro go over to aew that does what exactly for the guy he's already been he's there wrestled there before and wrestled anybody worth wrestling over there already he's wrestled omega he's wrestled white he's wrestled fucking brian daniel there's no Michael stars Pete. No yeah, like who's he gonna go wrestle over there? That, but that even, gives even the, like the, is, is, the as meaningless as the Cena matches, it, it, it still is a way people deal than anything going on over there. He came out already. He already he's already been on AEW television. He ran out in a in a in a t-shirt or something. I forget if I remember correctly. Um it's it's not it's it's yeah, how's the bushy doing there? Psst, my god, I used to love that guy. My god, what happened to Kota Bushi? And that's and, and that's I mean that's a perfect example of what happens. Like you you go over to AEW, and then no one knows what happened to you after a while. I doubt that would happen to to the land um, of the misfit toys. I I doubt that would happen to Okada, but damn it, man! Like uh, Switchblade, what, what, you know, like what happened to Switchblade? Will Offspray? I think that was a bad decision, brother. I really I'm do. Sure, I bet he's regretting that in the back of his mind. You know, I mean, he's getting paid. Good for him. You know, and he gets to go. Yeah. But but you go to the show. You go to the show. You it, Osprey would have been a massive star in yeah. the conversation for a main event at WrestleMania. Not right Imagine now. Working Logan around. Paul, like in Saudi Arabia or something. Right. Like that. Right. And he would have doing been, instead of yeah. Oh. Instead of wrestling whatever crazy ass match he might be wrestling with Darby Allen over on AEW, he could be doing matches with like Logan Paul over here, fucking going on his podcast. Like a real fucking... name. Paul Will Ospreay's a hell of a fucking like not necessarily a promo, but like a really fun fucking like podcast type interview. Like he he just lets loose on shit if you let him talk for long enough. Like him on him on something like Impulsive would be huge and viral, and like you'd be seeing Will Ospreay trending like on twitter in the united states as opposed to like i don't even know what he might be doing wherever the fuck he's doing it that's how irrelevant he is in the grand scheme of things all right it's time to get the fuck up out of here ladies and gentlemen you know what switchblade ain't doing he's not in the royal rumble he's he's doing something on dynamite that's it finger that's guns baby that's what switchblade is doing. and i love switchblade that's what he's doing you want to know what what, what uh what Osprey is doing? He's not in the Royal Rumble. No, he's not. No. You know who is in the Royal Rumble? Cody Rhodes and CM Punk. And you know where they're not? In AEW. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I'm You're just right. I'm just talking facts here, guys. Yep. Right? That that's all I'm talking about. I, I I really wanted AEW to do well. I still want them to do well. What can I say? Yeah. Anyway. Let's let's do it Saturday, baby. I can't wait. I, I really cannot wait. I am so looking forward to this. Whether whether Cody wins or Cody loses, I'm gonna have an excellent time watching the Royal Rumble. I cannot wait. It is the highlight. It's the way to start off the year. So January, we're doing a big Royal Rumble, baby. I can't wait. Cody Rhodes is gonna take it home for all of us, for me and Hooper, the only two residents of Cody Nation. 
Right, we're going to plant down a seed. We're going to carry the world title out of WrestleMania, you and I, Hooper, and, of course, Cody Rhodes. And then, you know, we're going to have to build a wall, a border around our nation because without borders, we don't have a nation. That's right. And we gotta, we're going to have to let all these people out. They're going to want to come in and be a part of Cody Nation. We're going to have to be like, hey, listen, listen. You guys can come in, but we have to do this in a legally and orderly fashion, okay? So put in your applications now. Send them to a hooper. He's going to decide ultimately whether or not you get to come in. He'll be in charge of the COVID anal swabbing <laughs> section of the That's right. country entrance. Fantastic. We're assembling the, of- the obstacle course as we yeah. speak. <laughs> the God of Thunder. V. Andrew Bello. Tell them what's up, sir. That's me. I'm what's up. You can find me on YouTube and on X at the Andrew Bello. That's T H to the E A N to the D R E W B E And uh Cody ain't got a fucking chance, folks. Don't do not bet the mortgage. Don't listen to Billy Ray. We don't give financial advice on this podcast. <laughs> maybe, maybe go pick up a, a you know a gem from Striz from time to time, but that's that's uh, it, you know, we we can't condone any any particular anybody following any advice on anything said on this podcast. Ever. I forgot to tell I forgot to tell you guys this is the last chance you guys have to go empty out all the gold <sighs> and silver, all the gold and silver you guys from you got you guys got from Wise Wolf and and Wolf Pack. Empty it out. Go down to Vegas and go bet everything on Cody Rhodes and make yourself a millionaire. All right. And come back and tell Billy the kid about it all day long. And I'm going to be like, yeah, you got it, kid. That's for you. That's for you. You hold all of that. Don't you want to give me something? No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You you get, you get, hold that. Don't worry about it. That's a gift from me to you. Cody Rhodes, ladies and gentlemen, doing it all the way. All right, we're going to make a lot of money this week. Striz, what is up? The guy himself with the biggest biceps and professional wrestling punditry. Tell him what's up, Striz. I thought we were having people call in to tell us who they thought I was going to. I put out the, the oh. link, but oh, but okay, I think right. everybody thought it was 8-track because it, it gets oh, okay. caught up on Plus PW. I was looking forward to hearing everybody's thoughts. Me too. Right. But no, nobody nobody came way on. Way to go, everybody. Way to go. Hmm? Uh, well, yeah. I don't think it was their fault. that they, they think this was me this time. But anyway, go ahead. No worries. Uh, maybe we'll do it some other time. Um, you can follow me on the X. That's Strangler Steve underscore, and uh, I always say this every week: hit us, hit us up, ask us wrestling questions, or let's be part of a conversation. But nobody ever does it, so I'll yeah. probably just actually. You know what? It's, it's funny you should say that, just because I was thinking this week. I was like, I I think I'm gonna do this at the end of the show because literally most of my Twitter engagement appears to be sex bots and um, <laughs> crypto spam. So I'm really? hoping that there are some people out there. I almost every day get a notification and it's just some fucking spam crypto tweet with like everyone, every Twitter handle alphabetically and mine's just like dead smack in the middle of it. I'm like, wow, Mm -hmm. that's good. Well, the Andrew Bello, the Andre Bello, the fucking Andres Bello, the fucking all of us are getting all hit up and we don't even know each other. We ain't right. (laughs) Fantastic. I think think we got to get the dialogue going if anybody's going to. Sometimes I put, I, I've been, I mean, Striz, every time you put up uh, uh, polls, people people participate. I put up like two. This yes, is but it's time. nice to be courted now and then. It is nice to be, <laughs> and Striz wants the to be fellow courted. wants to feel pretty. 
You don't have to take your clothes off to have a good time is all I got to say. You know what I mean? Well, if you hit me up in the DMs, I'll give you my shoot, uh, code to the OnlyFans. To get it, it's just $10 mm-hmm. to subscribe, $3 a month after that, and Oof. you get the full money. Only Striz, ladies and gents. Go over there right now. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, Billy the Kid, Mecca G, Cody Loads, and you know what that means all the way, all the way to the Royal Rumble, baby. I've been waiting for this since WrestleMania 39. I've been waiting for this moment right now, okay? I'm going to take full advantage of it. I'm going to sit on my couch. I'm going to get Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm going to have a couple of bottles of water, and I'm going to watch the Royal Rumble. And when Cody wins, I'm calling the Andrew Bellum and be like, yo, Yo, Bells. <laughs> I'm no. calling the Andrew Bell. No, no, Bells. No, 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 no. I'll catch a punk ass down the road. <laughs> Bells, that's what I'm going to tell you after Cody wins. <laughs> Striz, tell him what's up, sir. Cold blooded. <laughs> <laughs> like big kitties. I can't wait Take to call him and just gently whisper, it's clobbering time. <laughs> He will do that. That's the freaking sad part about it. I will never forget. This is one thing we're going to sign off, but I will never forget WrestleMania 39. (laughs) I'll never forget it because straight up said, and it's the unthinkable, brother. Like, I'm like, never thought. He's like, yeah, um, Roman Reigns is going to go off. We've been around this block a couple times. You know, and I thought he was hating because, you know, Striz likes to hate on Cody. So I was like, yeah, 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 sure, sure, Striz, whatevs. And then boom. And then he starts laughing. <laughs> oh, it was the happiest day. I will never forget it. What do you got there? Never, never forget. Never forget. I, I won't. <laughs> I will never forget. I'm scarred for life. For life. Uh, but but I, I've, t- today is reden- re- redemption time. All right. It's a Saturday. Don't call me, man. Don't bother me. I don't want to know. I don't want to know nothing. I'm not going to check my Twitter. I'm not going to do anything. Yes, stay off Twitter. Yeah. All right. All the surprises. You don't want to get ruined. People love to ruin everybody's surprises. Nothing. I don't want to know nothing. I'll see you Sunday. All right. And we'll talk about it then. And if if Cody loses, you may not see me for another like three or four weeks. (laughs) He'll be off next week's show. (laughs) Uh, Take it easy, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Boom. And we're still on. We're still on.